This is the Edify Podcast for the servant. వాక్యమును ప్రకటించుము సమయమందును అసమయమందును ప్రయాసపరుము సంపూర్ణమైన దీర్ఘశాంతముతో ఉపదేశించుము ఖండించుము గద్దించుము బుద్ధి చెప్పుము ఎందుకనగా జనులు హితబోధను సహింపక దురదచవులు గలవారై తమ స్వకీయ దురాశలను అనుకూలమైన బోధకులకు తమ కొరకు పోగు చేసుకొని సత్యమునకు చెవియగా కల్పనా కథనల వైపు తిరుగు కాలము వచ్చును It is only the third hour of the day. We are not drunk by any means. You just heard 2 Timothy 4, uh, verses 2 and 3 and 4 in Telugu. It is uh, Emmanuel George. Emmanuel is a good friend of mine. Emmanuel and I went to preaching school together at the Memphis School of Preaching. And um, he is currently, what's the city that you're at now? I live in Karnul, Andhra Pradesh. Okay, so... if if i'm looking at a a map is that going to be northern or southern india uh it it'll be the southern india okay yep. so southern india so he's a he's a southern boy just like me uh born and raised in the south um you said uh, weren't you from like andhra pradesh yeah karnool uh, is one of the districts in in andhra pradesh and i i live in karnool that is a town so it's in karnool andhra pradesh india Okay, so probably not Indiana on your map, but somewhere close to that. We just got back from Polishing the Pulpit, 2022. It was great to be back together with everybody. Uh, learned a lot. And um, Emmanuel's overseeing congregation is the Adairsville congregation, right? That's right. They, um, uh, that's, that's actually my home congregation and uh, from where I was born and raised and uh, have been gone, I guess, since 2000. 11 maybe I've been gone since then because I was still policing and I had transferred to Montgomery PD and then left for preaching school. But anyway, uh Emmanuel, how how long have you been preaching uh totally? Well, I would say it's about six to seven years for by now because ever since uh we grew you both graduated, I've been preaching back home. It's been rough, but uh it's been great as well. Uh I mean the first initial initial years were really rough. but as the time grew by as the time went by i really learned to uh preach more and uh, that is what i i i got a lot of interested in and i'm enjoying it but right now i'm it's been it's been great so far and i'm i'm, I'm just glad i'm be able to be back here and just to see folks down here and just be being at polishing the pulpit is just amazing a lot of friends good old friends and just making new friends having the great fellowship and meeting you guys is just amazing you know good i like good old times yeah just like olden days when we were youngsters um your dad also is a preacher um and uh emmanuel is 31 years old right 32 32 and some change and um but that's that's what he's been doing uh today's podcast i just wanted to introduce you to emmanuel um he's on facebook uh instagram too uh Emmanuel George is that is that it will be E M M U G E O R G E on Instagram uh you can search on Facebook as Emmanuel George it'll pull it up yeah and that's with the e e yeah, yeah. manual not i manual because yeah. that makes sense but anyway uh so yeah um Emmanuel is um he's here in the states until September the 12th and he's staying with one of the elders and his wife there in Adairsville um a name that you've heard on this podcast Steve McCaslin 
Um, but anyway, Emmanuel, I want to kind of ask you, I mean, in the States, we have we have things that we have to, I guess, preach against. Some of us are in different regions, and some of us don't. Um, you know, certain issues that, like if you're in, if you're in Southern religious, um, you know, South Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, there's issues that you're not going to face, whereas I, over here in North Metro Atlanta, I will face. And so kind of kind of run us down a little bit of like church culture. I mean, is it healthy? I mean, there's a lot of people over there, but but also like what are some major issues that you're having to face against? I mean, how how big is the church there? Well, when it comes to the Lord's Church in India, it's really growing these days uh, because there are a lot of work going on, uh, a lot of missionaries going on, and a lot of brethren coming from the states and helping us with the Lord's Church there, uh, which we are really grateful of. At the same time, uh, back home, when it uh, we really face a lot of uh, challenges, uh, particularly from the denominations. Um, so there are, there are, there are a lot of denominations just in just in a just in a single street you know you'll just end up seeing a lot of churches you know growing up uh just like here it's 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 even worse back home so those people uh, particularly those who are following the uh, big churches you know uh, they don't even have the proper preaching but still they would just come up and just establish the congregations and they'll proclaim themselves as the preachers and then start their own congregations and try to grab uh, all the people and all the things they can do, you know, to keep them attracted. At the same time, uh, th- these are the main challenges. But in order to uh, teach the gospel, uh, it, it it is easier for, for us to teach the gospel to the, to, to the people who are already aware of, the, of Christ and of all the Christian things. At the same time, uh, it's challenging for the people who are not Christians uh, and these days, people are from different communities, like different caste, different uh, religions, like Hindus, Muslims. They're also uh, they're opening their eyes, or they're opening open to the op- uh, of changing the religion, their feelings, or emotions, and their faiths too. So uh, it's just all about how you reach them. You know, um, particularly if you try to reach them in in a way that uh, they are doing really well, uh, secularly, uh, financially, and everything. You know. They, they, they are just comfortable in their places, uh, in their faiths. But uh, most of the people who come from the non, non, uh, non-Christian families are, you know, those who are struggling in their faiths, th- those who are struggling in their lives f- financially. And at the same time, uh, uh, even from the denominational people, um, it, it is, it's really hard for the people to tell them uh, the difference between the Lord's Church and the, church and the denominations. And, and uh, but we try to teach them about the gospel, and we try to tell them what the real truth is, and we try to um, explain the difference between that. But not many understand it. But as we study, you know, they will and un- they understand it. They understand what the Lord's Church is and how it is different from the other denominations. And at the same time, in order to uh, come up or in order to be into the Lord's Church, there are many challenges that they need to give up. And uh, it's it, it's just uh, very challenging for everyone, not just for for Christians, but everyone in the communities back there. So that that really don't sound. There's some issues that we don't face. Um, you know, here in America, uh, it's 2022. You you brought up a lot of wealth for those that are wealthy. Um, that's a big hindrance here, and it's amazing how we are that no matter where we are around the world, human beings are the exact same. Right. 
And uh, when Paul had to tell Timothy to charge them that are rich, not to be high-minded or trust in possessions that they have, we're still having to have that same conversation. And so I guess, you know, um, over in, in India, there you're going to have that issue too. There's something about, um, you know, those three cores of, of sin, if you will, you know, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. That's that's congruent everywhere. But, you know, like in America, uh, if I were to sit down with just regular Joe Schmo, and let's say that we, uh, you know, like a lot of folks that come in and, and worship like at Piedmont Road, we, we could have 30 to 40 visitors every week, you know, which is big. Um, but, but, you know, like um, they notice some things. Like if they are religious in other circles, uh, the den- other, you know, patterns of faith or, or they belong to a denomination— they they notice things. Oh, you don't uh, you don't use instruments, and uh, you partake of the Lord's Supper every Sunday, and you know um, there we didn't see any any praise teams up front or bands or uh, choirs or where are the women, you know, and they begin to ask those questions, which are great questions, you know, great places to start. But like we don't live in an Acts two world for the most part, where people. Um, have a good solid gr- ground of education biblically like they did in the 40s and 50s in America. Uh now we're having to convince people that there is a thing such as God. So that all, that that interests me. I guess it doesn't matter what kind of god a person believes in other than Jehovah. Um you know whether they themselves are the god or they believe in a little carved image that they have on their their counter at home. Uh how often do you come across foreign gods in your work? Well, I, as I told you, I'm from India. So uh, India is a Hinduistic country, and it's a, they have about 35,000 of Hindus, Hindu gods. So in, uh, in the Hindu uh, religion, each and everything, whether, uh, right from the moment they wake up from bed, uh, right from the moment they see the sun, they believe everything, every visible thing is a god. You know, they worship cows, they worship God, sun, they worship the monkeys, they everything— the trees, let's just put it this way, you know, whatever they come across, they just believe it is an incarnation of their gods or any other people. So uh, it, it, we have a lot of God, a lot of gods. When I say gods, it's little g gods. So uh, there are a lot of things uh, that the Hindus believe in. But when it comes to Christianity, because uh, we we have not heard the gospel until late 1800s or maybe initial 1800s because the American Baptist missions, when they came while we are still under the Britishers' rule, they came, they they brought the gospel, but they focused on the lower communities in the lower castes who are downtrodden. Uh, as you know, our country is divided according to the caste system. They have the hierarchy, they have the priests, the, the rulers, the teachers, the warriors, and then the last ones are the Dalits, which are the downtrodden and the, and the untouchables. These are the ones who are expelled from the community. So when the Americans came, the American Baptist, Baptist missionaries came, they mainly focused on these people who are outcasted, who are outcasted from the communities. So they, they, they focused on them and they taught them the, the uh, gospel, the gospel way in a broad sense. But they have established colleges. So when the when we were under the Britishers' rule, uh, according to according to our uh, our caste, according to the Hinduistic rule and all that, people uh, from the downtrodden areas they were not supposed to go or to read or to educate themselves. But they, as when the Americans came there, uh, they tried to uh, 
treat everyone similar in, a, in an each way. So they try to teach the downtrodden people. They try to educate them, you know, have same kind of health systems and all that. So that's what they did. They established the congregations, they established the schools, they established, established the hospitals and tried to treat them, uh, treat them uh, in the same way as everyone is. Um, even after we got our independence, um, the guy who wrote about the who, the who wrote the Constitution of India, he wanted he wanted to eradicate the caste system, but our politicians just kept it that way because of the vote bank system. So they, it, it is just unfortunately it is still carried out. But as a, again, uh, you know there are a lot of gods who whom they have in their houses, they whom they worship. So most of our coming from the Hinduistic country, it is not just challenging for uh, not for the Hindus for the Christians to reach on to the other people, but it's it's always challenging to go out into the villages because some people just believe it and some people are just religious, but they are not really strict or really spiritual about it. But uh, but yeah. So that's neat. That kind of sounds, you know, you were talking about the caste system. That's very that's very. Um Old Testament, mm-hmm. you know, you had the priest, you had those who served in the temple, you had this and this and this, and and you had, you know, all the way down to slaves. You know, you said the the Delits, is that what you? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of um, that's kind of a um, it's just amazing that that's the first place that they go to. I mean, even today, like when if if I was to live in a rural area, if I were to go to a rich neighborhood, mm-hmm. you're not going to be received. They're going to smile and say thank you very much, but but they've got their God. And they've got their 401k and their Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is an insurance company here in the States, if you catch that reference. But anyway, um, but if you were to go to the lower income places, if you were to go to, you know, the trailer parks or people that are in poverty or that need something, those are those are more likely to receive help. Right. Well, Jesus said the common man hurt him gladly. Exactly. You know, so there's there's something to that. Um, you were talking about. Um, you know, there are different gods in the creation and, and all that sort of stuff. That takes me to Romans 1, you know, for although they knew God, they did not honor him, verse 21. Um, and it says in verse 22, claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. I guess I could see how that would be very much um, a lot of the world. Um, in America, there's not a caste system. There's what we call blue collar, white collar, where that's, that's kind of what it is. But you can, I mean, listen, if you go buy a scratch off ticket, you, but you go from a blue collar to a white collar immediately. Uh, so that's, that's a major difference in America. And I guess when it comes to our democracy and, and that everybody can have an equal share, you know, no matter where you come from, you can grow to whatever you'd like to be. Uh, some people have it easier, but some people have it harder. So like, in America, we might face where, you know, just a few weeks ago we were talking about, or a few months ago, uh, really the past few years about, you know, race and uh, privilege and those sorts of things. If you're in your country, you're not you're not discussing those kind of privileges, but you're going to discuss, you know, caste system, I guess. Right. Um, are there anybody who's in these caste systems, like if there's a delet, is he... Is why does he not go to folks who are in the upper upper crust and and make his complaint? Is it just that's just the way it's always going to be over there, or, or how do how do you address that? Well, I think that is the way it's always going to be because uh, uh, as our country is mostly demo, though they say it as a democratic con- democratic democratic country, but still um, the people are always divided. Uh, even if you want to get out of the caste system. Uh, they are not. They they will not let you go out of it. 
And uh, as you as you mentioned earlier, you know, you can go from white collar to blue collar, something like that. But at the same time, if even if you come back uh, in our country, if you want to uh, excel in everything, come from a Dalit, uh, from from the downtrodden to the highest r level, you though you reached, you can only be it can only be done through education, and it can only be done through education and hard work. Though you reach that situation, uh, such place you are still going to be looked down because you came from that place. You're still going to be looked down. I mean, if you reach there, I'm saying again, the chances are very low, but there are only a few exceptional cases because uh, people just try to put it that way because they, we, uh, it, it's all about the uh, voting bank system. Right now, we have the new president, who who he is a prime uh, who I mean the who president she's a lady because she she came from the uh, one of the uh, downtrodden Dalits so our government you know when they tried to go for voting system you know they referred these people you know we have implemented this we want equal system we want everything so they try to you know manipulate the minds of the people though they d really do not care about all the Dalits they just want to publicize and just show show off themselves that they are doing this. But again, it's really rare that people go from Dalit to the higher places, uh, go to the higher places. But people are always going to look down no matter how far, how, 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 wise, how wise you are and how much of knowledge you gain and how much of hard work you do and how much of great position you are in. We're always looked down. So in our country where we would say a person is racist if they gauge, um, you know, it's the opposite of what Martin Luther King Jr. said, that he would say that we look at a person based upon their character, not the color of their skin. Well, that's still true today, but often it's the case in the opposite way. Right. Um, and, and the pendulum has shifted in some ways that you're in trouble if you have lighter skin. Uh, you're born this way and, and you, you are going to receive the penalty from people's past sins. So like in America, where some, we have to deal with those kind of race issues, um, in your country, you, you would say that even though that they might, it's very, very small chance, rise to that, that upper crust level of the caste system, they're still going to be seen as that. So what's wild is that, that although that may not be racist, there's still some sort of prejudice system that's, that's in place. And, and that just goes to show us it happened when, when Peter was there and he sided with the Jews and, and Paul rebuked him to the face. Every generation has, has and every culture has a prejudice. If you're different than me, then you're less than me. Um, that's, that's kind of a, I don't know why that is. We're, we're, we've just not arrived to that. It's the way it's always been. And what's great is that we read about God has, has split the division between Jew and Gentile, and you could put in... Uh, for our case, uh, an, an Indian uh, and an American, he, he has split that divide. And now we sit here with two different hues of skin color, two different dialects, but we're both Southern, Southerners and Georgia fans, by the way. Uh, go dogs. Um, that that the gospel has made this appeasement, has fixed right. this, this gap. And that's what's weird is, um, you know, do you have to address that? I mean, as a, in your in your preaching, when you're or in your teaching, like we may have to address the issue of race and skin color and division over it in America. Do you have to address that in the caste system? Uh, we normally we normally try to address it uh, in a personal studies because uh, when we when when we take it to the pulpit, you know, there are a lot of different people coming from different castes and different sex, and again. Um, we we are talking about the gospel because 
this is where everyone, uh, the church is something what God has given it in, in a way that everyone is treated in, a, in an equal way. You know, there is no difference between Jew, there is neither Jew, there is no Gentile. In the same way, this is where we, we, everyone is going to be treated that way. But unfortunately, this is, this is what our, our, all Christians are doing, trying to teach the people, because particularly from the uh, village or the remote area people, they do not understand it. And when we try to teach them and we try to educate them, not just in a biblical and the spiritual manners, but in, 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 the, in, the, in the system where they are living, you know, uh, people do not like it. Politicians do not like it. When we try to educate them, they realize that where they are, where, and they, they, they realize that they need to change their positions from being, you know, uh, from uh, uneducated to the educated state. They want to get to, to have a... a a normal life to a better life. And people do not like that. The, uh, the politicians do not like that. And no wonder our country is, has been pressing so hard on these uh, on Hinduistic ideas and trying to impose on, the, on us. Because uh, if people try to know about all this, you know, they will revolt against the politicians. They will revolt against the uh, public officials. So they, they don't really like it. And uh, even we say that it is a democratic country, uh, there are things that are, till today, are going against Christianities. Even I there are certain places and there are certain incidents that took place very recently when, where, where a preacher goes into the town trying to distribute the pamphlets trying to distribute trying to do the word work of God and he has been beaten down and you know th there, there are certain instances like this it's not uh, it's not a regular on a basis but there are there are places which take place so people are being um, mo um, they're being feed with the wrong concepts so li like uh, the Christianity is a poor man's God or the Dalit's God or we don't want the westernized God, something like that. So that's what they try to do every time when we try to teach them the truth. But it sounds like to me, if I'm, if I'm speaking politically, I don't want a person to understand the gospel. I don't want a person to become educated. I want a person to serve me in my political agenda uh, or vote for me. Do you, I mean, do I have a voting system yes, over there? Yeah, so like in the states, you know, you have people here that will play on on sp yeah. specific issues. Like um, a Republican may be an alcoholic, but he's going to say, "Hey, we're not going to kill any babies." Well, then there's you know, two yeah, two, you know, and and they'll say, "Well, hey, we'll vote for him because he's not killing babies," um, you know, but he's contributing to you know alcohol sales. Anyway, people gauge different things that way, you know, in the states. You know, a, a Democrat might say, "Hey." Um, yeah, we'll kill babies, but at least we're going to have good good education systems and we're going to help the lower man or whatever. Uh, and so, you know, like you'll have different candidates that will play on each other mm -hmm. um, and play on different, you know, sins or, or you know, um, they'll, they'll bless or they'll promise or, or some, something like that. You know, hey, if you vote for me, this is what we're going to go for. This is what we're... But I guess that's weird. If, you get, if you're in a country that they don't want you to be educated and they don't want the Western God and they don't want the Dalits God. And that's how they view him. Uh, it's amazing. When I think about the first century and, and how both Jews and Gentiles didn't want Jesus for different reasons, but they didn't want him, you know, for the Romans, they said, how, how foolish is it for your God to die? 
you know, and the Jews are sitting here thinking, no, our God was supposed to not die, or our Messiah was supposed to deliver us from the power of Rome. And so <laughs> both both of them were wrong, um, but that's but that's interesting. I mean, this this podcast is about preaching, helping preachers, and and going through the 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 everyday, and you know, things with our families, things with our work, things with our elders. Um, but it's I wanted to get a different perspective. Being around the world, um, you've been at this for six or seven years now. Um, of course, you preached while you were in school, but um, you know, and your dad was dad was a preacher. I'm sure issues that you face are different but in some ways they're not you know they're core issues um and what's crazy is that it doesn't matter the culture doesn't matter the color uh doesn't matter the caste system um the gospel penetrates through all of that and you know over there there are you know bukus of christians there whereas over here um, and when I say Christians, you know, there, there's more there than there are here, um, just because of population, you know. But like um, the gospel, um, what, not not splitting hairs over soteriology, you know, how a person is saved. But but it's amazing how the gospel can spread. And, and something that I say on the show is that the gospel works if we work it, or you know, God's work will work if we work it, you know. Um, so somebody who's on the other side of the world facing different issues, facing different societal issues that we don't face is still able to be effective, still able to grow. Um, if, I mean, you know, I, I didn't bring you on here to, to, to advertise you in any kind of way, but for anybody who's listening and want to, want to help Emmanuel or go see Emmanuel, um, you know, or wants to get involved in an India work, um, you know, reach out here, um, email me, jacketlifeinchrist.com or on Facebook. And if you, if you've already Googled Emmanuel, Emmanuel George with an E, um, feel free to shoot him a message and he'll be glad to talk to you about the work and, and, uh, support. One of the things that he did at PTP was to catch up, but also talk to new folks who wanted to, who want to get involved in, in, in India, um, or as Stephen Sutton would say, Indiana. And, uh, but anyway, just out the line. Yeah, yeah, just just across the line. Um, well, man, I just uh, I appreciate you. Um, you know, we've been great friends for years, and want to keep it that way. And and um, Lord willing, I'll be over there. I'll yeah. I'll cross the pond and come on over. Uh, hey, I, I really appreciate that, Jake. And uh, it's been really great uh, privilege for me just to talk and share my share the experiences and the questions you just raised. And uh, it's always interesting, you know, uh, just to share the different views and. Uh, the cultural things, and also, uh, I'm sure there are a lot of differences here, back and forth. So uh, it's always good to share them and let the people know what exactly we are going through and uh, how much we are grateful of of the great missionaries they have been coming over and the great work they are involved in. And re- I really appreciate it for the, uh, for all the things you do too. You said culture, and that made me um, made me think. I had to take a cultural awareness class when I went to the Philippines. And over here in America, people will just tell you no, or they'll shut the door in your face. They'll be rude. They'll 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 be whatever. But when I went to the Philippines, we had to take a class, and one of the things we had to look out for was if there was a grandmother or a grandfather or the head of the household. If they were there and we were studying with them, you go straight to them and study with them, uh, because the family will not make a decision if the eldest is is not in agreement. Is that the way it is over there? It's the similar way. Uh, you know, the the elders were always there. The, uh, 
sometimes the the people who can change or who can take the decisions for themselves they can do it but uh, it it goes back again you know the elders are the ones who take care of the family if they do the, if they take the decision then it will be the whole family's decision yeah that's weird like you know over there they would agree for the sake of agreement or they would agree just because you're an american mm-hmm. so they would not yeah. obey from the heart that form of doctrine which was oh, delivered to them that's right. <laughs> that's right. they uh they they would obey f- just because it's polite to obey that's uh that's a whole nother thing we, we don't face that here really realistically we face we face people that are completely belligerent you know and um or you have some people that will come here and stay here and and that will do uh they'll do the church thing but they really don't care um but we we don't have that as as much here but um anyway fellas uh, appreciate your work um just wanted to introduce you to Emmanuel and um feel free to follow him on, on all the socials and if you want to get in touch with him obviously you can uh a dollar here is eight rupees there eight zero. A- 80 sorry 80 rupees and so like a hundred bucks here is eight thousand there and that will feed a family of four or five for uh, pay, the pay the rent you know that'll do that's that's a month's worth of good stuff and um anyway um we are totally blessed over here you got something to say Oh, I really appreciate the for all the things you just mentioned earlier. I'm just thankful for the opportunity God has given to me and we have we, it's because of uh the brethren like this we are able to do some work and if it is any, if there is anything that God hel- enables us to do much more, it's all for his for his great kingdom and we just try to do the better we can. Yeah, one talent, two talent or five talents, it don't matter just as long as we get to it. Well, Emmanuel, I love you, brother. And uh, fellas, I love y'all. Y'all keep preaching the word, and uh, may God bless you in the preaching of his word.